0: Good morning. Welcome to Memorial United Methodist. My name is Joe Kate. I'm the minister here. We're so grateful that you're here. If you're a visitor today, we're glad to have you. There's going to be a chance where we pass a register. I wish that you would um, sign in your name and put contact information so we can contact you. We'll contact you in whatever way that you like. Um, we have snacks and coffee here. We have uh, copies of the sermon in the back. If you, it's hard for you to hear the sermon, we have restrooms um, here. If you have prayer concerns today that you would like to be shared with the worship service and also on our Tuesday prayer group, if you'll raise your hand now, a card will come to you. Uh, Usher will bring you one. If you'll just print and write legibly so that um, we can read it easily, and uh, we will share that um, prayer concern in the worship service. Um, Confirmation Uh, classes begin uh, the first Sunday in February. They're gonna be in the Sunday school hour at 10 o'clock to keep it convenient. It's typically offered to sixth graders, but if you have a child that is above sixth grade that has not participated in confirmation, um, you need to just let me know We'll be happy to have them. Um, If you'll just come up to me following the worship service and make sure um, that I'm aware of it and that I have your contact information. Once we have the contact information of every child that's going to participate, we're going to let you help us choose the date that we go to the confirmation retreat which is at Lake Junaluska. Uh, It's a great retreat. We just want to make sure it suits uh, everyone's schedule, and we've got options, we just need to settle it. Church Council will meet today at 3 p.m. in the Social Hall. Um, We've got just a couple items to cover. Um, One is uh, very good news about the restructuring of our building loan that will save us a good bit of money um, with Greer State Bank. Sunday night programming resumes tonight. Um, At 5 p.m., children and youth can come and have pizza. Um, They will then go to uh, their own programming separate uh, from one another after dinner. Adults come at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. in the social hall. You'll be taught by Bob and Bobby McQuaid. There is no pizza, but if you would like for there to be pizza, you may bring that up and we'll work on that. Uh, Cindy helps us uh, organize our 9 a.m. service, and she's got an announcement for us today.
1: If I have not had a chance to meet you yet, my name is Cindy Davis, and I am in charge of um, roping in volunteers to help me with this service. We need things like set up for the chairs and the altar table. We need things like picking up the donuts in the morning, um, or even as easy as just coming a few minutes early and saying good morning to people as they come in the door. I have sign-up sheets on the table back by the door so you can see what we still have left open. We're about halfway there for the remainder of this year for what we need. So take a look, and if you see a slot you can fill in, that would be great. If you'd really like to help but maybe you go on vacation a lot, that's okay, too. Sign up and let me know what week you'll miss, and we'll find somebody to cover whatever week you'll be out. So don't feel like you have to make sure you'll be here the whole month if you sign up for something. We can help you fill in those slots. I appreciate anything you can do. Thanks so much.
0: Good news of the week. The concert that the band is putting on that they've been prepping for months is two weeks from from yesterday. It'll be at 7.30 here in the FLC. And uh, they're going to sing great music and um, traditional gospel songs and um, modern songs and then a couple solos. It's going to be amazing. And I encourage you to come uh, Sunday, Saturday, the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. You'll see the posters all over the church, and you'll see the handbell concert that's coming as well. Let's begin our worship service.
2: Stand and sing with us.
3: thank you for bringing us here again this morning so that we can worship you lord i pray that um, as we sing and as joe speaks that um, we'll just be a vessel for you god and as joe talks about presence this morning i pray that we'll remember the promises that we've made you at baptism and when others join the church Um, please bring that all forth in our hearts so that we remember and so that we know what it really means lord we love you in your name we pray amen
2: Strongly.
4: Good morning. How are you guys doing? Yay, good. Okay, so this month during the church service, Pastor Joe is talking about the um, the words that we say when people come and join our church, become baptized, when babies are born and their family members bring them into the congregation. Um, And so I wanted to read to you guys some of the words that we say, because we're going to talk about it. Um, As members, together with you in the body of Christ and in this congregation, the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant. So last week, Hattie and Bailey, we talked about the fact that a covenant was a promise. Okay? Okay. So we, we are talking about our promise again. And that promise is in the ministries of the church. Last week we talked about prayer. So it says, by our prayers, our presents, presents, like Christmas presents? Birthday presents? No, Emma? Like we're here? Like. We're here in the present. We are presently here on the green carpet. That's cool. So it sounds the same as birthday presents, but it means we're here. Okay. By our presence, our gifts, and our service. That in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. So today we're gonna talk about not presence, but presence. We are here on the green carpet. So Ryan and Bailey and I watched a movie and I wanted to bring some of our friends with me, us. They're going to sit up here with me, okay? (gasps) Who is this? Pooh Bear. Bear. Has anybody seen Winnie the Pooh before? Yeah? Yeah. He has a lot of friends, doesn't he? Okay, so we have some of his friends. We have, who is this? Tigger has some issues with energy, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, who is this? Eeyore. Eeyore. What do we know about Eeyore? His tail's always falling off. What else do we know about Eeyore? He is moany and sad and grumpy. You're right. What do we know about Tigger? He's always bouncing and energy. And what do we know about Pooh Bear? He eats honey. He ripped his seam, yes. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear (laughs) loves honey so much that's all he ever thinks about is honey. He is sometimes not worried about his friends. He is so worried about his honey, right? So he does have to think very hard. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. So um, our friends, they hang out together a lot, right? Would you say they are present with each other a lot? do it later. Okay, so one of the things when we were watching the movie, I heard the narrator, which is the guy who talks in the background of the movie, I heard the narrator say this. Well, wait a minute before. Christopher Robin. Who is Christopher Robin? He's a boy. He's a boy with Winnie the Pooh. And does he hang out with Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and Eeyore and all the friends? Yeah. Okay, so listen to this. It shocked me. Christopher Robin lived in another part of the forest where he could be near his friends and help them with their problems. Bear is always thinking about honey, Tigger has some energy issues, Eeyore is moaning and grumpy and losing his tail and we could go on with all the other characters. They have problems. (laughs) They have stuffed animal problems and what did Christopher Robbins do? He helped them, he sewed them up. Where did he live? In the forest. Why did he live in that place in the forest? because that's where they lived. Why did he want to live near them? Because they were his friends. So what? Somebody so was then a- he can help them. So he can help them, oh my goodness. Isn't that crazy? That is the epitome of being present. You don't have to always do the right thing or know what the right thing is. Goodness gracious, if I was watching that movie, I would say half the time these folks did not do the right thing. But you know what? They were there with each other, helping each other because they were friends. And sometimes they weren't friends. Listen, we could talk about rabbit all day long. That guy is selfish rabbit. Yes. But they were there and they were helping each other. So here's a cool thing. Jesus came to hang out with us on this earth because he wanted, God wanted us to know his love, right? So he was present with us. So in 1 John 4, 9, 4, 9, 4, 19, 4, 9, 4, 19, 4 9. he loved because he, we loved because he first loved us, right? We loved because Jesus first loved us. Eeyore and Poot and Tigger will probably be able to share love because Christopher Robin showed love to them. All right, let's say a prayer because that was awesome. All right, <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for your love love. so that we can share that love love. And and thank you for Pooh Bear so that we can learn more about love and being present in Jesus name Amen
0: We continue to work on our child security system. We made more progress this week in connecting uh, the iPads to the printers. And then um, uh, in coming weeks, we're going to introduce the system into just short segments of families, like from uh, A to D, to test it out and then see how it fails us and then fix it until we get it to the point that um, it's, a, it's a machine that keeps our children and, uh, uh, safe here in our church. Prayer concerns. I believe this is the first Sunday that a card has not been handed to me, which on the one hand is tremendous news that there's, um, there, there might be quiet in our lives. On the other hand, I know there are always prayer concerns that aren't shared, and we can also think of those in the greater community. Let's pray together. So many things, Lord, are bigger than us. They are beyond our ability to fix and the health of ourselves, of our loved ones, of our coworkers, of our neighbors, is out of our control. When we don't understand why, when we can't fix it, when we feel frustration of loss, when we feel anxiety and pain, we ask for you to be with us. And in the same way that we ask you, we know that a people around us need us to be with them. And as we discuss presence this morning, Lord, let us not forget how important it is, as has already been mentioned, that we don't have to know all the answers, that we don't have to know how to fix it or be able to fix it, but that we show up, that we send a text, that we send an email, that we make a call, that we walk in the room. Help us, Lord, to hear about your presence in the text and our call to be present in this church. Lead us this morning, Lord, as we pray the prayer your Son taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As Rochelle mentioned, today we're talking in a series throughout the month of January about the promises we make in the liturgy of the United Methodist Church, where if we have an infant baptism, an adult baptism, and Person joining our church, we say that we will support them with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. So each one of those words is going to be a Sunday in this month, culminating in our combined service on the 31st in here at 10 a.m., uh, where the children and youth will help take over the service and witness to the things that we've done. Um, had someone asked me last week, uh, now, are we going to read any more books? And I said, well, I only read two books a year. And I already met my quota, so now we're starting there. Um, we, have, uh, uh, we have this series uh, where we're going to celebrate our children and youth and our commitment to that in January. In Lent, we're going to look at seven ways that we can help our community, missions in our community. We're going to celebrate them. And once we're through with Lent and we have, uh, celebrate Easter, we're going to come back with a book um, following the Easter service. So today we're talking about presents. Matthew 2, 1 to 12, and it's a scripture passage Uh, many of you have probably heard many times. Listen to it today in mind, uh, uh, with the word presence in mind. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. So the first line um, that has to do with the conflict of being present, you're the new one walking in the room, what's that like? There's so many things, actually that's not true, there are a couple things in which I'm entirely fearless and there's a couple things in which I have crippling fear and total anxiety or dread or whatever, walking in a room and not knowing anyone is up there, what's worse is walking in a room and knowing a couple people maybe a little bit whenever i go in a restaurant or i go into some sort of public gathering in the place in which i'm serving i walk in with my head on the swivel like who's in here let me pull up who they let me pull up who this person is so because you run into people that's tough and sometimes your brain misfires and you go uh, hey nancy it's not nancy oh but i've already said it it's over now maybe i whispered it low enough that she didn't hear it you probably heard it. It's probably over. Being the new one walking in the room has, uh, comes with it a concern about being accepted. Am I going to be accepted in this room? Whatever that room may be, whether it be the sanctuary, whether it be the FLC, whether it be, um, I can't believe, a, you know, a little guy comes with parents to this building and goes to another room. Maybe we sort of take that for granted. You know, what's it going to be like in this room? Who's going to greet me in this room? Both adults and children. These guys are adults. And as they walk in the room, it's a little bit different. They're causing uh, uh, the situation to be destabilized. Why? Because they're walking in and asking where the new king is to the king. Kings don't typically like for people to ask where the new king is. That's not something that um, they, they're going to um, celebrate and try to seek out. Verse 3. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. The phrase that goes with this text is the people don't want any disruptions. You now you don't necessarily like the way things are, but you don't want anything to change because at least I'm not having to deal with change. I'm not a super fan of the way this is, this workplace, this church, this class, uh, this house, but at least don't change anything because at least I know the thing that this is. If you change it, it might even be worse. It says, the king was concerned, which makes total sense. Because he's the king, and people's ask, and people are asking, where's the new king? It says all the people were concerned as well. You think all the people love the king? You think they're in love with King Herod? Change is going to be bad. You know, people roll in here, and when people come in from the east, or they come in from the north, or they come in from the west, or they come in from the south, they're never bringing cookies. Ever. They're always here to destabilize what we're doing, or uh, put us into slavery, or ship us off all over the... Um, all over Europe. And so the king is concerned, and the people are also concerned. My dad loves to fall asleep in chair in a chair watching a Western. And the majority of those Westerns that my dad watches, sort of, have a person who's running the town that no one necessarily likes But they also don't want anybody coming in and doing anything. And so when this guy comes in and he blows through the doors, he's walking in the doors. And he's about to destabilize the situation. How do people feel? Oh, man. It's just going to make him mad. If you make him mad, he's going to lash out against us. Please don't do that. Please just go away and leave it the way it is. Verse 5. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. Let's look at our next phrase. The research says he's coming. King Herod said, what's that thing that we don't reference all the time that's got answers maybe that hopefully suit us? Oh, that's right, the Bible. Let's go back, go, go look at it. I'm not looking at it. Go look at it and see what it says about someone coming. Is it to go and look and celebrate about someone coming? More than likely, no. It's to go and look and see what it says so that they can prep for it so that they can either eliminate it to maintain their current position or blow it off altogether. He's not excited. That prophet tells amazing things. He says, hey, y'all are little, but someone big is coming. It's a hopeful message. King Herod is going and finding that hopeful message in order to do what? There's not a big enough eraser. mm only thing to do with this, he's, he's researching it, not to fulfill it or to celebrate it, but to eliminate it. Let's look at this picture of uh, one of the opening scenes of the Lion King. I know with the um, lighting of the windows, it makes it tough to see, but can you all see that in the back? I love, we used to watch this more often than we do now. Our girls are in the fourth and sixth grade now. But I used to love to tell them that Daddy is the monkey. <laughs> it's true. Daddy gets to go to the lions and take the cub and baptize the cub and hand it back to them. It's, uh, you know, break it open, smell it, celebrate, you got the stick that shakes. This is the one who's supposed to come. Who is the person that's not excited about it? Scar. Scar is the other lion who's hoping that he can be the king. How excited is he about this child that is to be born? Zero out of a hundred. He is not excited. And so this hopeful message of God being present amongst us is being eliminated by a human in power. King Herod is not the first one to think of this idea. Nor is he the last one to think of this idea. Human beings throughout history have had the thing that they wanted and pretty much pushed everything else out that God wanted so that they could keep it. Herod wanted to be present so he could end it. Verse 9. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was deterred the wise men's arrival. Nothing deterred the wise men's arrival. What are some reasons why they wouldn't go? Baby's that supposed to be king? We've we got to go to foreign land? I want to go to foreign land. I want to stay where I am. This king is being real creepy and shady and is trying to figure out where we're going so that he can impede it and he might harm us. What is this town, Bethlehem? The most significant thing that's ever going to come is coming out of Bethlehem? That doesn't make any sense. There's every reason for these men not to show up. How about they might think they're more significant than he is? Nothing deters them from showing up and being present. Why does that matter? Because our children and our youth need us to show up. We've got every reason to think I'm too busy. I've already done that. There's too many things pulling on me. I'm scared of them, honestly. I'm frightened by children or youth. I'm not saying I, I am not, I'm, I am sometimes. I'm saying that's something that you could say. I am, I am truly frightened. I've done my time. Let somebody else handle it. What does this text tell you about being present for a child? It's supremely critical. It's supremely critical in our church. Um, I've never been with a child out in the crowd but for Christmas events for school. I'm always this guy. I'm never out there. And I remember every year, I forget until I go to a Christmas event, what a war it is out there to try to maintain attention. There's the guy that's snoring. There's the phone that's buzzing. There's a child that's pawing. There's the other child that's pawing at the child that's pawing. There's all sorts of stuff, all sorts of reasons, all sorts of ways to be distracted and to think, you know what would be easier if these kids were not here? It'd be easier, sort of, would it mean as much? Now see, I've served different churches and they've had different levels of children and youth in their church. It's critical that we be present. Now, let's take a moment, I'm gonna challenge you, to pull yourself out of collegiate alliances. I'm not gonna joke about it, That's not my thing. I'm just going to give you the image. If you pull yourself out of collegiate alliances, there are people who could be present with that team that's traveling to the national championship in their hometown. That's when they can do it. They can't do it any other time. There are people that can travel with them wherever they go across the planet. They're going to go with them. There were people who likely can't go to that place and can't likely travel with them around the planet. Did you all see what they did? on their way out of town? When Clemson was leaving town, fans who could not be with them in in, uh, different places went, they were lined up the bridges on 85. That's pretty cool. They say, you know, I can't be with you guys when you go, but I want you to know that you matter to me. What can we learn from that? I want you to know that you matter to me. I'm gonna be present because I am called by God to be present with you, children and youth. If we do that in 2016 and in all years to follow, we're gonna have a significant, a significant ministry to our children and youth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, help us to recognize our fears and reservations. It's foolish not to name them. Help us to name them in conversation. Help us to name them in our prayers, our fears, and our reservations about being present with our children and youth. But don't let us stop there. Help us, Lord, to name them and pray for help from you To fulfill this calling to be present with our children and youth. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Please stand with me as I read our affirmation. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating. Who has come in Jesus the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We are called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, in life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us, we are not alone. Thanks be to God, amen. Great leaders never ask you to do something they're not willing to do. And God was present with us way before God ever asked us to be present.
2: Sadness from wherever you've been, come broken hearted, let the rescue begin. Come find your mercy, oh sinner, come kneel. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can heal. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can heal.
3: So lay down your burnings, lay down your shame. All who are broken, lift up your face. Oh. So lay down your hurt, lay down your heart. Come as you are.
2: Sorrow that heaven can't heal, earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. So
3: lay down your burden. as you are come as you are come
2: as you are please stand and sing with us I don't know how to explain it, but I know that words will hardly do, miracles, coincides and wonders, aren't enough for me to prove to you, don't you know I've always loved you, even before there was time. you turn away, I tell you still, don't you know I've always loved you, and I always And that's what I'm going to do for you. Don't you know I've always loved you. Even before there was time. Though you turn away, I tell you still. Don't you know I've always loved you. Don't you know.
0: Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, go with you all. Amen. Our God
3: is fine.